Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. You know, before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the rise of outlaw country music and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision in her tiny living room, far from Nashville's Music Row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Welcome to episode 301. Seaforth will be in. Duo, fantastic. New artists. Uh, Met them on the show a few months ago, and they came in for a bit, and they were just so good. And now I see they're starting to blow up a little bit. So they're in for about an hour. They talk about being lifelong friends, like before, you know, they were even in kindergarten, their new song, uh, America's Fascination with Aliens. We get into all of that. So you guys hang out there. Uh, The new music top five this week at number five for me, Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real have a new album called A Few Stars Apart. Here's a new song called Perennial Bloom. At number four, Justin Bieber put out a Peaches remix. If you don't like this song, not just the remix, but in general, I think you're lying. Everybody loves Peaches. So here it is with Ludacris, Usher, and Snoop. I get my peaches out in Georgia. Apple bottom from New York, orange and Florida. Vitamin C mixed with this vitamin D. What's interesting is these are old school rappers now. He could have got a bunch of new rappers like Da Baby or Lil Baby or Big Baby. But instead he went with... Ludacris, Usher, and Snoop, which Ludacris and Usher are both from Atlanta, which I get my pizza down in Georgia. Snoop is not, but it's kind of like an old school, old school throwback there. Number three, Lady A, they have a new song called Things He Handed Down. They also announced What a Song Can Do Chapter One, which will come out June 25th. But here's a clip of Things He Handed Down. At number two, Zach Brown Band comes out with a new song. It's called Same Boat. We're all in the same boat. Fishing in the same hole. One same time. He sounds a little bit like Andy on The Office. Nardog. And number one, Kylie Morgan has a new EP called Love Kylie. Here's a new song called Outdoor Voices. 
saw she just got engaged. I haven't met Kylie Morgan yet. I've maybe Instagram messaged her a couple times because back in the day I saw her open for Walker Hayes and I was like, hey, that's, that's really good. She has a song called Cuss a Little. I think that's her from back in the day. Yep. Yeah. But she's coming in and will be on next week's episode if I'm correct. Yep, she will. So congratulations to her for getting the the coveted number one spot on this countdown that nobody really cares <laughs> about. It's just music I care about. Uh, album's out. Ryan Adams got a new album. Is he still cre- he's still creepy, right? But he's not as canceled anymore. That is correct, right? Yeah. Okay. Maroon Five, AFI, Garbage, Migos, all with new music. Leonard Skinner performed Freebird last weekend at Gulf Coast Jam. It was their first show in 15 months. Founding guitarist Gary Rossington and the enduring Southern rock band headlined the Florida Pepsi Gulf Coast Jam. Here is a clip. When the crowd yells, play Freebird, they actually can. I've been to a couple Skinner shows. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Arkansas. <laughs> What's that like? Like it seems. Okay. You know, they play all the hits, and they played that song at the very end, and it's like 10 minutes long, yeah. and everyone puts out their... Well, back in the day, it was lighters, and then I've been to a phone one, too. Okay. But yeah. The, uh, Dirk Bentley's having seven peaks again. He announced the headliners. It'll be him and Keith Urban... Kip Moore, Old Crow, Randy Hauser, Travis Denning, Ingrid Andrus, Mark Chestnut, Pam Tillis, all among the performers there. You can go to Seven Peaks website and see if you want to go in Colorado. Let's see if there's anything else. 15 years since Josh Turner's Your Man came out, so he's celebrating that. And the Foo Fighters and the Strokes are bringing shows back to New York City. They will play the first full-capacity arena show, Foo Fighters will, in Madison Square Garden on June 20th. Tickets will go on sale today if you want to go to that. All right, there's your uh, your list. There's your music news. That's what's up. And with Mitch and Tom from Seaforth, good to see you guys. Hey, good day. Thank you for having us. You guys didn't drive over here together, though, did you? We did. Oh, oh you wait. did. Oh, Mitch, you were late. I I had to use the restroom really quick. You know what's weird about the bathrooms? Because this is this this little place here is like a guest house. Like yes. we live over there, but none of the bathrooms have mirrors. Did you notice there was no mirror in there? I actually didn't. Was there, but, but was there soap and water? Like, was there, I know there was water. Was there soap? I so. I, there was no toilet. It was just like an empty room. I was like, is it just like a cor- find a corner that works? No, that was a guest ba- bedroom you were in. That wasn't oh, actually a bathroom. That wa- <laughs> I was just, is this like a cool new way? Like, Bobby's experience. No, no, no. I can't. I think there might have been a mirror. No mirrors. No mirrors. The okay. weirdo took them out when he moved. We bought this place. He took all the mirrors out of this whole he got house. Really, he's like, these mirrors have seen things. I need to take them with me. Yeah, I don't was know he- who he thinks lives in a mirror, <laughs> but he took them with him. It was the weirdest thing. That he is ha- hated looking at himself. You guys, do you live together right now? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's childhood friends. It's are you? Do you consider yourself best friends still? Brothers yeah. at this point. Yeah. And you yeah. live together. Yes. And do you guys have... Other halves? I don't. Oh, yeah, I have a girlfriend, yeah. Okay. And so does she live there? No, not with us. Does she stay there a lot? Uh, Yeah, it's pretty, like, we split it up pretty evenly, but yes. Tom, is that ever a thing where you're like, all right, she's here way too much? Oh, no. I mean, we spend so much time together. It's like, it's kind of nice sometimes to have a bit of, like, separation, you know? We live on different levels of the house. And when we started with bunk beds. We used to have bunk beds, (laughs) yes. (laughs) And, uh... So, like, it just got a room little, for activities, you know, like, we'd, we'd box every morning and stuff like that. Yeah. But 
Now we're on separate levels of the house, just you, to keep things, keep uh, us sane. Let me play a clip real quick, because I do have a lot to talk about, but I want to play a, a clip of breakups here from Seaforth. I said I wouldn't call, we said we wouldn't talk at all, and always ends bad. But I'm looking at my phone, and if you're not alone, I don't think I can take I feel like this is the first real push you guys are getting. Like, legitimately, mm. you feel it from everywhere. And listen, I think when you guys came and played our show... Mm. People started to go, oh, holy crap. These guys are so good. We have to we have to push this. Like, you Thank guys you. killed on my show. Thanks, I didn't man. expect you guys to be as really? good as you were. Oh, Thanks, man. Thank man. you so Appreciate much. it, dude. I, that's I'll, a backhanded compliment? Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't look you like know, you have any I expected you to suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you came in, and you were so good. And I remember, and I probably, I probably shouldn't share this, but, I, but what, I don't do a lot now in my world. I don't do a lot of fighting for a lot of music. Okay. Occasionally, yeah. I will stick my neck out. Yeah. Mm. And now you guys came on the show, and so I don't talk to a lot of label people ever. Mm. And somebody extremely high up called me from your, and, and they were like, so how'd you think that was? And I was like, you know what? I did not have high expectations. It was it was mostly to, be, to do a bit, you <laughs> yeah. know, to do, yeah, be yeah, funny. Yeah, and yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. I said, but I don't think I've ever been as impressed as I was, not just with how good you guys were, but how good the song was. And he said, and again, there's probably three or four people in your mind who it could be, and I will not tell you who it is. <laughs> yeah. And he said, okay, that's all I needed to hear. We're going for it. I love wow. that. Wow. And thank you so yeah, much. No, 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 no. I'm not saying this to thank me. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything but book you on the show and, and to do a, but fun, that, a, but a dumb did. bit. But you did. No, I didn't. Stop. But <laughs> you guys, it's so cool to because I'm seeing it now. Mm. And so then I start to flip around and hear it on satellite a little bit. I'm like, yeah. nice. And then I see the labels like June, t- June something, 20 yeah, something. 20, they're going to push it to radio. Yeah. 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 I'm just so happy to see it. Yeah, Thanks, guys. man. We are too. It's, yeah. It's, it feels, it feels really good. No, I didn't mean it. Yeah. It feels really special, man. This song uh, holds a lot of weight to us for a lot of reasons. And, um, you know, to have this kind of push and this momentum with this song is really special. So thank you for for coming no 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 don't thank me. I didn't again. I'm gonna say it again. I didn't do anything. But but except you allowed but, us to play it on your show though. Yes. But again, I thought you'd come in and it'd be fine. Right. And yeah. then we'd have some fun because they look like, like Eddie and I, <laughs> right, like right, a younger, right. better looking well, version I, of I, us. I definitely had no ability in picking what a raw egg is out of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was clear. What you went? You got the first one, right? Literally first one. Yeah. I knew you'd do it too. I knew it as we, well. We had a game for those that didn't hear the segment where we had ten eggs. And we would take turns grabbing an egg and smashing it against our head. And only one of them was raw. The rest of them were going to be hard-boiled, so they wouldn't really just go, pfft, they wouldn't really smash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Mitch grabs the one that is, first first egg, grabs it, smash, <laughs> smash, egg everywhere. Quickest, funniest bit ever. It was great. It was great. So anyway, all that aside, I'm super pumped that you guys are, like, getting the real shot. Thanks, I feel like man. so far, they've, they've let you wade in a little bit. Yeah. Mm. It's like we've we've been around, like we've been here yeah. for like what four years now since we signed yeah, the deal and released about, the first music. Four, yeah. So it's kind of been like up and down, like around. And now then- they're putting some money behind you, though. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, we've we've always worked super hard at this, and and I feel like this is you know we're, we're we feel super ready to to kind of do this, and so it's it's very special for us to have this moment right now, and we just want to make sure we capitalize and give it the best. You know, let's go back, let's go all the way back, you guys. Met each other in like what do you in Australia? What's what's elementary school called? Um, I guess middle uh, school. 
school? What's, like, what, what's the age of elementary? Just like so kindergarten through sixth grade. Okay, so we like, ha- we go kindergarten. You go. How do you say it? Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Do you, you don't say kindergarten? No, nah, we don't no. really pronounce our. Kindy. We call it kindy. But is it spelled kindergarten? Yes. yes okay. Yes. Got it. It's just kin- kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Maybe got I it. have like something wrong with yes, my speech. You, your tongue's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a weird tongue situation. Uh, but yeah, kindergarten, middle school. I guess yeah. High school. That's it. But is kindergarten one grade? Yeah. K two years. K one two. No, for you it was two years. For the rest of us, it's one. Okay. <laughs> oh, but yeah, for Mitch, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got. Ho- it was actually three. Years, <laughs> if, we, if we want to get into it, you guys <laughs> met it, at what stage of your childhood life did you guys meet? We were three years old. Oh, before school. Yeah, we went to pre preschool. Mm. You call it? He was eating crayons. I think one I'm day. I'm confused the- now. There's no way you remember that meeting three, though. At yeah, three. I yeah. have no memories before five. I remember. Well, I actually have videos that help me remember. Mm. So that's probably what it is. But Tom was really big into eating sand back in the day. <laughs> Like sandpit style, just Still am. like something. Still am. Yeah, something with the texture. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. But Big we fan. went to Seaforth Kindergarten, which was the town, which yes. area, yeah, yeah. suburb within Sydney, where we met, and the kindergarten was called Seaforth. Essentially, so. if we were from Nashville, we would be called Green Hills. Yes, mm. you know. So you meet then, but do you become friends, or do you just know each other? We know each other. We had like play dates, like our parents. Like I don't even know how that gets organized. Did your parents age, know like, each other? Yeah, the, yeah, the, through through the kindergarten. And I feel like it's like a thing. Do, you, do the parents assume that the kids get along? So let's mm-hmm. let's let's make them hang out, kind of thing. Yeah. And that's kind of like the age that we would hang out, I guess. Like yeah. I have a vivid memory of stealing one of Tom's Pokemon cards. That's like one of the earliest memories I have. Tom and I going I through his Pokemon this. collection and taking a card out I'm of the sleeve. I can't remember exactly this. what the card was, but that was furious. That causes a lot of tension. This, to might, this, this day. might this might break the the duo up. Right now, you find yeah, out. Yeah, I think yeah. it's is... the one that Jake Paul had on his neck. What was that one, Mike? It was the Charizard. 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 Oh, yeah. you're all nerds. Great. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I like it all, you guys. Um, so, when did you actually become friends? Where it's like, okay, you're my guy, and we're gonna be friends. We've been friends since we were young, and we've kind of always like got along and laughed, and like we made music together, like we played music together through high school, like at different events and stuff. But then after high school, I moved to LA for a couple of years. Mitch was in Sydney doing his thing with a band, and then we started writing together around then, like twenty one ish. Were and you it, in LA when you were writing? Were you writing online? Yeah, we wrote like well, we were sending songs back and forth via uh, Skype. And then we kind of wrote once, but then I went back to Australia to visit my family and stuff one time when I was about 20, 21, and we wrote together and we were like, this feels like something really cool. And then we kind of just were like, let's just do this. Like, let's focus on this. Did you move to LA to do music, Tom? Mm-hmm. You did? Yeah. And so... Ended up getting a job at In-N-Out Burger and that was kind of the peak. So that, the LA trip wasn't good for you? <laughs> no, I know it was, man. I, I didn't have a job at In-N-Out, but I... I but you did have a job at Big Wang's. Big, yeah, the, I had a place at a, a job at a sports bar called Big Wang's and I only realized years later what it was kind of implying. You didn't know then you were working at a sports bar that was named after a large penis? Well, then it was like Wings though as well because it was known for its Wangs, Wings and I was wangs. like, yeah, Wang's, Wang's, yeah. So now I figured it out and there's just a lot of revelation coming into my atmosphere today about the, the pokemon card and big wings it's just it's a lot to take in yeah. you moved to la to pursue a like a solo solo career? yeah yeah we both did individual things and uh it was great man i learned a lot there and and made some connections with people i'm still friends with and stuff and then yeah but then this just felt like the right thing and so i was like we nashville was the end goal and so i was like i'm gonna move back to australia focus on this for a couple of years with the end goal of moving to nashville and so what kind of band were you in Mitch, back in Australia. So I started a band when I was like, I think 12, 13, and it was like rock. Mm-hmm. Just like... Just like a punk rock band no, or straightforward like, honestly, rock? Honestly, it was kind of like we were playing like like almost Fleetwood Mac style-ish kind of music, like soft rock, 
classic rock. Very soft. And as 13-year-olds, which is kind of weird, but like we just loved just, it was just like garage stuff, like messing around. We do band competitions and I can't think we, we won one band competition, which was the peak. And at that age, I was like, this is it. We're going to be massive. Like this is everything. And then some things happened. The band fell apart. And then I was like, just things like, happened. They grew armpit hair. Yeah. You know, yeah. Armpit yeah. Hair. their yeah. voices changed. Yeah. 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 Realized we were not talented at all. And then but you're playing the instruments though at 13. Tom, when did, you, yeah. when did you start? Yeah. I started playing guitar when I was like nine. Okay. Yeah. Who put it in your hand and why? Mitch, he was, he was the child. He was the child prodigy. Were you really? And this, and my story kind of links with him, which is kind of funny, but like I was looking up to Tom. I remember my first day at school, Tom uh, at high school, it was like year five for us. So I think we're like 10 years old. And Tom did a performance for our the whole grade because we we're in the in the same grade, and I think you did like smells like Teen Spirit or something like that with your blue uh, squire yeah, that's funny. or you whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. You, you did smells for- like Teen Spirit alone. I did smells like Teen Spirit, and I think I did the anthem by Good yes, Charlotte. Yes, the anthem. That was it. This is the anthem. anthem. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Tom would do that, and like I knew Tom was an artist. This is before I'd ever like I, I'd sung, but I didn't I didn't play guitar at all. And I remember seeing him being like, I need to do this too. I was like, I'm going to do this. So he kind of like inspired me at that age to like cool. get involved. And I was like, I don't know if it was jealousy, but probably a healthy like motivated jealousy of like, I want to do that, be able to do that too. So then I was learning. I was never as good as as, as Tommy, but then we would uh, start to play like school functions and stuff. We was the first collaboration, like parent-teacher cocktail parties when we were like 13, 14. And then people were like, you guys are cool. And I feel like I was the first one that like hinted like, we should like team up sometime. And like, and he was like, no, nah. like, <laughs> never. Nah, I never said that. So yeah. who does most of the singing? Because when you guys sang in front of me, you both sang. Yeah. Yeah, we but we, like what's the rule with you guys on that? We essentially have these we have a couple of sets of boxing gloves and when we write a song, we get the gloves out and just kind of and he's much stronger than I am, so he ends up winning most of the time and <laughs> sings the choruses therefore. Um no, I mean the way that we've just kind of figured it out is like the identifiable thing I think is like Mitch singing the chorus because it's like you you, you know if you sw- switch it out like too much it becomes like like I don't know but Mitch sings chorus and then we'll kind of trade off verses or pre or whatever and then like harmonies but it's super cl- everything we do is like super collaborative and it's like a very like both of us the fact evolved. that you yeah. were both singing verses I yeah. thought was super cool yeah Thanks. regardless of who's singing the chorus like you right. have, you literally have two lead singers yeah. and right. at the end of the day the cor- we're both singing the chorus yeah we, we wanted to like have a prominent in the record that like. Tom's part is is like very easily heard. It's like we're both sharing it. It's like we're harmonizing yeah. the whole time. But and also another cool thing is like Tom's guitar ability and like having his guitar personality also shine out. Like as we grow and can like have budget around shows, it's like revealing him as an incredible guitarist that he is as well. Are you really good at playing the guitar? Thank you. He uh, is. He is. He really. Yes. Don't be humble. I'm asking a real question. I'm not. I. I. I, I don't know. I. I don't like. I don't know. He's I would. Good. I know. I've played for a long time, so I feel comfortable but i feel like i'm here's the thing i feel like maybe it's being australian and i've struggled with this for a while i'm really bad at letting people know that i do what i do like i produced breakups in like our spare room you know and i'm producing the stuff for us now and like i said everything's very collaborative but it's like i'm really bad at like being like here's me playing guitar like like i you know we're producing or anything like that so it's like funny so i I get weird talking i almost have to be like force you to be like you need to like show off here like let the people know like you're yeah. good. Like it's what a you bit do. Dan Smyers ish. Yeah, he's a close friend of mine. Yeah, for sure. You wouldn't. That guy. He will go into a room at six in the morning, and you might see him that day. Right. You might. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, his wife can, yeah. might see him that yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. And you can attest, dude. Yeah, I literally we live in the same. I wake up and I walk downstairs and I sit in the in the studio yeah. room in the house and yeah. I will do anything from making like trap beats of like 
having a gila to like working on Seaforth stuff to like just playing like doing whatever. But I'm kind of the same and I don't know. Yeah. And, and in that group, because Shay is the one that's singing the mm-hmm. big parts of the songs, people are like, dang Shay, but they have no idea that Dan is Dan's as instrumental. Like oh, yeah. they, oh, they yeah. are walking right beside each oh, other. hundred yeah. percent. Like and, it's it's like the working like the partnership. They're like yeah. it's necessary. And Dan doesn't go, hey, look at my Superman che- on my chest. He, right. He's just like, mm-hmm. I'm doing what I'm doing because look what we're doing together. And it seems yeah, that that's right. a bit of what it's like with you two, Tom. It, yeah, exactly, 100%. man. Yeah, for sure. And it's like it is that way. And I feel like they would probably say the same thing that it's like it wouldn't be Seaforth without both of us and it wouldn't be them without both of that like it's like that kind of thing and we're super like you know i'm never ever precious about anything like it's like we know that and we i'm just sometimes bad at letting people know that i do what i do or we do what we do so well luckily mitch tells everyone i'm great (laughs) so so you guys are all caught up there he was gonna wear his i'm great t-shirt today but it was in the wash wasn't it yeah have you guys had more disagreements as roommates living life or as artists together when have we it's weird. I don't think we have any like big disagreements. Well, I feel like luckily musically we're all kind of like it's always been like the same vision, same. Uh, Never though do we cut this song. I don't. I don't think this little, is a song. Or do, like we end you, up you like, drank too much milk. You put it back in. And there's no milk left. Mm, we, we. That's a big problem. Big. No, problem. I don't think. I started labeling my oat milk in the fridge just in case, but I only did that one time, and we were all good. There was, there was so no. you guys are giving off this fairy tale vibe that it's great in both places. I'm just not buying that. <laughs> Genuinely just, though, honestly, we man, have not ha- like everything that we're doing. It's like we have the same focus, the same ideas for yeah. where we want it to go, and it's always like, yes, this lines up. This is great. Yeah, which mm. might be scary because maybe we're maybe we're due for a big. You're just blowout. one step yeah, away. Just, when you're a kid and you're really good at something, Tom, like, like playing the guitar. When did you start to actually be pretty good at playing, and you could pick it up and go, oh, okay, I can actually make make songs. Um. I mean, I kind of always was trying to do that. And I think from like a young age, I mean, I used to think I was like good. And then I look back now and I'm like, I, I wasn't, you know, but I feel like I kind of got comfortable with it around like 17, 18, where I felt like I could like play parts and like kind of track things and like be more creative like that. But yeah, man, I've always just, that's literally been the only thing I've ever known how to do is like make music. I don't do any, I can't change a tire. I don't fit like Mitch grew up fishing i don't do any of that i literally just like make music and that's when it. you're 10 years old did you play guitar yeah and could you play songs uh i learned like acdc songs when but I was you could really play young. a song at 10 you yeah. could take a music book yeah or... i was entering like busking competitions you know like but, but, but i feel like people don't busk in yeah, the u.s I, I, but like yeah, yeah it's like straight performing whatever but i was entering busking competitions when i was like 10 11 and like i like won a couple and i, I was much like the young kid factor as well what's a I'm, busking competition though is it who can last for 10 days without dying that's, right that's, yeah that's, it was that's that really and, confusing thing i was conditioned technically not busking then no you're just playing guitar it's essentially like yeah yeah it's essentially like watching like local buskers would enter this competition and yeah. whatever and like i remember i got up and i sang uh tribute by tenacious d and then I did like Stairway to Heaven, That's and I was right. just like yeah. like young, like 10, 11 year old kid, and I feel like it was like the kid factor where everyone's like, oh, I'm not, like nice, but yeah, it was. Yeah, I, won, I won checks. I won a thousand dollars, dude. Yeah, I had like, these massive nah, checks, like a thousand bucks. I was like, I'm so rich. Yeah, you were though. A thousand bucks. A thousand bucks to ten is like yeah. That's like four Pokemons, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. I did. I, I invested did. it in Dogecoin. Back I then. look at. Oh, listen, don't get me started. I'm way down on Dogecoin right now. Oh, you are. You down? When did you get in? Um, I got in when it was about. 52 cents. Okay. Dude, we got in at 0.07 cents. 0. 0. Wait, what is it? No, wait, what is it's, it now? It's Hold on. Now? It's at 30, 
37. I oh, it's going it back today. down to 37? Yeah. I, oh, dude. Today was not a great... I got in I before, think it's a 32 before it peaked. Got you. Yeah. Because then it had that moment. But it had yeah. a huge moment. I was like, I'm ready! Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it was like... And I love how we're saying we got in. We, we, we put like $100. <laughs> yeah. But it's at, I mean, it's at 34 right now. 34. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah, we got in at like 007. Yeah. And 100 bucks then... So and then they're, they're like, like, we want one point two million. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. Yep. Do you still have your hundred bucks in? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm just leaving. I'm it. holding. Who it. knows? Do I'm you, like, if I lose, I'm holding mine too. Yeah. And I don't have to the it. moon. Diamond hands. Today, today <laughs> the two re- times I know. For me though, today's return I have made today one hundred and nineteen dollars. One hundred twenty. Oh, one hundred twenty-one dollars just went up. That is powerful for today. Yeah. I I'm, I get on Robinhood. Yeah, we're on the we're on Robinhood. Bitcoin the hood has done pretty well today too. I don't have any Bitcoin. Well, that's the one, though, that's really going to last. Right, right, right. Like, Doge is going to be funny Yeah, and go up and down. It's, it's like a thing for me that if I can look at it in 10 years and I'm like, wow, I made a million dollars. That's amazing. Or I lost yeah. $100. Oh. No. Yeah, but let's say it hits and you have $200,000 in there. And 100 bucks goes to 200000 yeah. You're probably selling half of that, right? Right, yes. yeah. At what point do you I'll like... Get, I'll do, I no. want to take half because then if I lose it all, then I'd be yes. devastated myself. So I'd do half and then see what happens after that. Okay, we just have, there's a whole financial strategy someone yeah, yeah. can take from this podcast <laughs> and is great. live a great life. That's why we're here actually, yeah. just to talk about that. So I'm glad we made yeah. it. You guys break, you getting ready for the, you guys are going out with Jordan Davis? Yes. Yeah. This fall. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, oh, man. man. Pumped. How, how pumped. many shows is that? Do you know? 17, 18, I believe. How many? 17 or 18. Sometimes when you say words, I don't know. 17, 18? Can we get uh, a translation, please? <laughs> What's funny is a little bit I do, uh, I, I do all right with you guys because I have a really close friend who's Australian who moved over to play music and she lived with me for a while. She toured and opened for me when I was doing stand up for a long time. But I w- she would just always talk and it's like a learned mm-hmm. Yes. It's mm-hmm. like I'm okay. I'm yeah. I kinda know what, what your ridiculous things are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I went yeah. over there and here's a weird thing about when you guys would come back and forth. Twenty seventeen or so you guys start coming back and forth. Is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, we moved officially in seventeen. We you started did coming move. back and forth like fourteen, fifteen. Okay. So how many times a year, though, before I tell you my story? Once, maybe twice. Yeah, like, sometimes yeah. two, majority once because we'd have to save up money and, and we went. Okay, if I thought you were going to say it's like every month. I was going to tell you guys, that's the longest freaking flight. Oh, oh yeah. dude, it's pain. Pain. It sucks. And like my ankles were hurting. It was so, I was dehydrated. My legs hurt. Do you sleep on planes? Um, I've gotten better at it because there, were, there was a, a span of about six months where the only sleep I was getting for the most part was on planes because I was really? just traveling, working. Okay. So much. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't like sleeping on planes. Dude, I can't mm-hmm. do it. Eh? And I used to take sleeping pills. Okay. But I was afraid I was going to wake up like, or or someone was going to put me in jail for like pooping in the aisle. Because yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, where yeah, I yeah. go. You just happened to me. Like, off yeah. It yeah. happened to me. Yeah, and it's, it's tough. Not fun. It's tough. And you, it just goes straight down the back. And everyone's like, why? It's my like, feet swell up like balloons. And I'm yeah. like, I'll wake up and I'm like, my shoes are going to explode. And I'm <laughs> That's what I was saying with my legs. Blood yeah. out my toenails or something. Longest, longest flight. Lovely yeah. country. Great country. Longest flight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, heinous flight. You would fly over. Like, Tell me what you do, though, because you yeah. save up money. How long do you come over here, and then what do you do while you're yeah. here? So you we can... have a three-month visa. It's a holiday visa is what we're allowed. So yeah. we could do three months. We're not allowed to work or make any money out here. We could just go. I think technically there was some weird stuff about even writing with people because we're creating something that they could. That many rules, no, You can't even write. Yeah. Like, but they're not, we, like, we, they're we not, like, yeah. Yeah, they're not cracking down, but we would yeah. just come out, write. Music, come back, like spend everything that we'd saved up, yeah. and then we would come do back we would do weddings up. in Australia. We do weddings and cover gigs, and we get up and we'd sing Valerie, 
every every you know four times a week and Valerie. We, you know, yeah just like the the cover circuit in australia Val- valerie what's that mean amy winehouse, amy winehouse. oh the song the song yeah, we'd yeah. sing Got dude it. like all the all the classics dude and um we would do you know three gigs four gigs a week save up money and come out here spend it all go back broke and do it again Although I don't think Valerie's a classic here, Mike. I don't think it is. No. Uh, yeah, is no. the is the songbook probably different? Probably, eh? Yeah, it is probably different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Valerie is Valerie yeah. is like the first, like the start, like the first, like dance set of a wedding where the band kicks in. It's always da da boom boom boom. What is Valerie? What's the melody? Sing. Well, sometimes I go out by myself and I look across the water. I don't know if I've ever heard that, Mike. Why don't you come on over there? You don't know. Oh, dude, it's a classic in Australia, bro. Weddings and stuff. Yeah. Is that a horn you're doing? Yeah. yeah. Nice trumpet. That's right? good. We that was a big part of the set too. Lots of trumpet. <laughs> Do we play we played an acoustic show, a couple of acoustic shows at Eddie's Attic the other week and literally in one of the songs on the first night I was like trumpet solo like just whatever like, bro. He's like, "Uh, ah, just rips it." it was funny. <laughs> That's pretty good though. It's not bad. Yeah. So you come over for three... Do you stay the full three months? Yeah. yeah. Where do you... Two questions, you can answer it all together. Great. Where do you stay? Mm-hmm. And then how do you line up rights? Because you've been living yes. in Australia. Yeah. Okay, so do you know the dumpster out uh, behind McDonald's on Nolansville? I do. Anyway, it's got nothing to do with this, but <laughs> just want to make sure you do it. No, uh, well, you can. You may as well take that. Well, no, I mean, we, we stayed in Airbnbs wherever, you know, wherever we could afford, and... Uh, a friend of mine from LA who used to work at a licensing company that I was working with. Um, her name's Katie. She now works at Warner Chapel. She's amazing, but she booked us rights when we first started coming out. And uh, we were super stoked, man. Like from the beginning, like there were people just writing, like we we're just two random dudes from Australia and we we're writing with people like Jeffrey Steele and all these other like amazing writers around town. We're like, how are we getting in with these people? But yeah, man, we had like one champion in the beginning and then just made some friends. And we stayed on that champion's couch for. Yeah, uh, for a month or so. Yeah, um, cool. a couple times. And did she, you write anything good while you're out here? We wrote. So we wrote stuff, the first yeah. when we'd come out. We'd write. Um, we'd go back home and we'd produce the demos in Oz. And the first, I think we put together like four songs that we thought like accurately um, captured what we were doing and what yeah. we where we wanted to head. And we took those songs that we'd written here, produced them back in Oz. When we came back out, is when um, our manager at the time had sent them out to all the labels in town. And that was stuff that we'd written here. And I think it was, I don't, I'm not sure if yeah. any of those songs are still in contention. Yes. But I some think of them, we might have gone past them. Some of them maybe got you in contention. But, yes. but they, yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. They got us into the door. That's essentially got us the record deal. Yeah. And then we started writing just so much more and progressing um, over like the next year as we, as we lived here. And then we kind of just surpassed those songs, I think. Did you get a deal and then move here? Or did yeah. you move here and get a deal? We we had to get a deal to move here, and so it was funny, man. We, yeah, yeah, we we needed to get our visa, so um, our label sponsored our visa. But we got the deal, and it was a crazy like the whole two week experience was wild. But we ended up signing with Sony, and then we flew back to Australia, and we were like, we're gonna be back within six weeks. We just got to get it approved, and like we like planned this farewell show and like canceled all the wedding gigs and stuff, and then <laughs> and then the visas ended up taking like six and a half months. And so we had to rebook weddings and we like had this farewell show and then ended up sticking around for like another five months and people were like, you guys guys actually leaving? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. People started thinking that we were just lying about the deal. Yeah. One time in first grade, I was, my, my mom said, Hey, we have to move schools. And as a young kid, you're like, ah, crap. She's like, we're moving schools. Tell your teachers, this would be your last day. And so I go and I'm like, Hey, Friday's going to be my last day. My mom says we have to move. Hmm. And so the teacher's like, okay, on Friday, we're throwing you a party. Yes. So on Friday, they had this big party for me, and it's, it's great, it's fantastic. I'm yeah. like, wow, I never felt so loved in my life. And so 
I go home. I was like, that threw me a big party. Saturday comes. She goes, oh, she goes, hey, the house we're moving to, we can't move into it. We got to go back to the school. Yes, so you have to go back. Oh, no. And I remember being humiliated. Oh, and no. I was like, do I have to go back? She was like, yeah, you have to just for get, good? get on the bus. Just yeah, for, like, for, for good. And so it was, oh, another, no. was there another year, but I had to go back. I showed up on and Monday. Like, I showed up Monday. And they were like, wait, why are you here? And I was like, and then they started thinking I like just did the whole thing for a, for the party and the sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> so like I felt that. What you just oh, did? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That. You're like ah, no. incredible. So it takes six months for you guys to be able to get back. Oh, is it six months where you know it's going to be six months, or is it like okay, this week can we go? It's it was a little bit like that. And yeah. I think we were just we, hounding. We had the application finished, ready to go, and then the person that put our application got fired or left the company, so, and then the person that was overseeing it said, "Look, she kind of did a, a half-assed job." we can't use this. We have to do with the whole thing again. So they went and redid it and we're like sitting there like, okay, a couple more weddings. <laughs> we can yeah, do yeah. It. It's all good, but it was all worth it when we day, got out here. Yeah. It, it was fine. Would you yeah. do a wedding just you two or do you have a full band? We had a full band. Full yeah, band, Tom would play bass, I'd play electric and then we had like either key, yeah, keys, drums and it would like, the rotation would change. Australian girls choir sometimes yeah. would come and join and sing. Harpsichord player. I got to mm-hmm. imagine though, because I would read stories about the Beatles in Germany. They would just play this one one club and they mm-hmm. play for like five six hours yeah. yeah sometimes longer than that yeah and yeah. the same they do cover songs yeah and yeah. they would they'd, them they'd have to just do them again you know they play for three yeah. four hours and start over and, and just do, do the same yeah i would just imagine there's kind of like a music school you go through that almost is needed by every artist mm-hmm. it's like when someone plays on broadway yeah because mm-hmm. a lot of folks come through here that played on broadway they're now yeah. big stars now yeah where they're like i had to play four hours and i didn't play anything i knew I would think being a, playing at weddings is that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. We, and we it's went through that, the whole thing. Like, obviously, like, everyone comes here, starts on Broadway. I'm like, I feel like we did our Broadway mm-hmm. stint, but in Australia. Like, yeah, we were playing at sure. multiple different bars, venues, small acoustic places to the weddings and stuff Dude, that we did we, for multiple years. We literally signed the deal with Sony, and it was such this high, and we had this amazing trip, amazing experience, and I flew back, and I had a gig booked from before we'd come over, before we knew we were signing anything at this like diggers club in Australia, like this like RSL. What's that mean, diggers? Uh, it's essentially it's, like, it's a, like, like a it's, it's like a war memorial, a war kind memorial of like, kind of club. Like a lot of like older like families and stuff will go. And it was like with a friend of mine, and it was like two nights after I got back. This amazing trip, and I go and I set up at this PA, and there's like three people in this old like club sitting there. And I'm singing for like they're four like hours, like oh, they're like, can you play these? And I'm like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> this is just the most polar opposite worlds right now. Like it's crazy. I have to imagine, too, that since you're from Australia, the first question that people want to know when they don't know much about you is, hey, something, 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 Keith Urban? Right. Right? Is it, don't you walk into that question almost yeah. immediately with yeah. someone? Yeah. I be, uh, yes. It we, definitely frequents. Yeah. And then we, we also like bring ourselves into it, too, because it is right. Like He is a huge part of, A, why we know what Nashville is and why we were introduced to country music, so it makes sense. And like he's, yeah. we definitely speak about that. But it yeah. is like the easiest First yeah. thing to, to bring up for sure. Yeah. Keith and I are friends. Yeah. yeah. I would say more than friendly, but less than like best buds. He's never gotcha. here long enough, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. But we're in that stage where like I have a new show that just came out and he watched all, all four episodes and he was like, dang, this show's freaking good. Yeah. Um, and so we'll send each other music and stuff. And when I went to Australia, he texted me and he happened to be in Australia at the same time. He's like, hey, cool. come, come over. And so I go over to his house and I'm like, hey, I was looking on, I, I, I say to him, I was like, I was flipping to the channels here. And I was looking on the radio and I couldn't find like a country music mm-hmm, station. Mm-hmm. And, and you can tell me if it's changed. But he was like, you're really not going to. I also heard his song that was country here on the pop station. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I said, hey, I said, what's up with that? He goes, well, country 
now for the most part in Australia, if you're going to find it, it's almost like an AM station, and it's uh-huh. going to be a lot of Australian, Australian based like traditional Australian country. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, and it's more traditional. Yeah. And he said, so to make it, yeah, that's what he said. So to make it kind of country, you got to kind of be pop, right? Or to cross. And so I was like, well, that's interesting that like mainstream country doesn't really have a home yet in yeah. Australia. Right. Yeah. Did yeah. You guys, how, then why? How did you get to country music? Hundred percent. And that's and that's the funny thing. And that's what we always say. And is I feel like you in hearing that fully understand what we usually say, which is like, you don't find country music unless you look for it, Mm -hmm. particularly growing up in like metropolitan Sydney. Like, and so when we discovered Keith, like I, I heard golden road, that album when it came out and I was like, this is incredible. Like, what is this? Like, and I know it's the same thing for Mitch. And it's like, that was like the first discovery of like, this feels like what we're trying to do, you know, like even like playing guitar and like the guitar solos and the lyrics and the storytelling and from there, we like dived down the rabbit hole and discovered all these other artists and different things. But Keith was like the door because he's kind of like the hometown hero, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Can you play guitar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I he, asked un- that, he undersells like, himself he, as okay. much as I do. So, so you're a decent rhythm for his lead. Terrible rhythm. But, <laughs> but if you're, but, but if he's, no, 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 yeah, yeah, we both, you, yeah. he can pl- he can really. Oh yeah, play, he right? can. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I can, I can, I can, I can do some things, but he's just he's. He's just in like that. that so, step is up, your yeah. job then, as you're playing, are you mostly holding down the rhythm part? Well, funnily enough, when we play acoustic, I play the the not so much lead. Like I'm not ripping solos, but I'm doing like the the parts. But then when we get on stage with a full band, I'm on acoustic. He's electric, and he's doing all that. That's when he actually gets to like or have a have a. Rip. <laughs> so d- define. <laughs> Again, that's one, and, that then, I and then play guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got <laughs> is, in trouble for <laughs> for that ha- back in Oz, but apparently people are cool with it over here. No, um, is ha- reference. That's what it sounded like, and that's why I regretted saying it immediately. He definitely does not <laughs> on stage. No, I didn't um, say, it, but I don't. But, I'm just trying to figure out. But the yes, if, oh yeah, 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 yeah. If you would have say, so that's not a term here. No. So you, you know, you say, I mean, like people know, like you're like you're that term, kind of. That yeah. technically, but yeah, not that's, really. That's like, okay. If you like, <laughs> but that's not. Hold on, that's, that's, anyway, but, that's what the term you'd say. But you can also like we also just say stupid stuff that doesn't make. Yeah, it, dude, it's not the actual meaning of it. But like we'd be like, he's playing guitar and he's like ripping it. Like I'm like, yeah. he's having on the guitar. You know Got what it. I mean? Yeah. And what we will do with this part of the thing, Mike will put bleeps over the yes, certain this. Yes, this is here. amazing. Yes, yeah, so yeah. people can just figure out what you just said. Amazing. Yes, but he's what would you call it? I would always say having a rip. <laughs> that I don't that know. Uh, yeah, I just, I just, yeah, yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. I play, yeah, yeah I get Electric to actually play properly. Is when he actually plays, and then yeah. acoustic is when I kind of like just do the the parts. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacovas is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah, that's what the whole store basically is: fresh leather, yep. friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. 
Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the kids at St. Jude. St. Jude's been leading the way in the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of childhood cancer. Your support means that families never get a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the families can focus on helping their child live. And that really hits home for me because I've been to St. Jude many times. I've hung out with the kids, played music for the kids. I was in the hospital a lot as a kid. Now, I didn't have cancer, but if it wasn't for people stepping up, I don't know that I would have been able to go and stay in the hospital and be taken care of. So that's why we do this. Take care of others. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. When you do this, you'll get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. So join all the doctors and researchers, you know, and me in this fight. And just text the word Bobby to 785-833. It's only six numbers, but text the word Bobby to 785-833. You guys still in your 20s? Yes. What, how old are you guys? 27. Yeah, both Same? Yep. Yeah. Man, you guys are, I mean, that's that's great. It's the perfect age to just get a deal and just get started. Like, it, yeah. it's fantastic. It's funny, man. It, it does feel like we've been kind of, I'm like, I'm getting old. Like, you, you know you're I mean? old enough to know better. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you still got a lot of good years before people start to look at you unfairly and go, eh, they're kind of old. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. And I feel like, like you say, like it does feel like, you know, and this song, God willing and, and, you know, hoping all things go the way that we hope they do, like, is hopefully going to be the, you know, a door that helps open, you know. That really kicks out. You know, the, the yeah. future for us. Because, man, like, yeah, like we say, we've literally known each other our whole lives and, like, could not be more genuine and serious about this. It's like people kind of sometimes being like, oh, like, where'd you guys come from? Like, what's the deal? Like, you know, whatever. And it's like, this is like, we're literally like lifelong friends. We have photos as like six-year-olds and like playing soccer together and stuff. And it's like, you know, so, you know, every moment is really special and like i heard breakups on um terrestrial radio just randomly in the car the other night for the first time like just uh, you know and it was yeah. like it was so emotional for me man like i literally started crying i was like this is insane that like i had to think because it's like of the past year and everything like this is such a moment and like mm-hmm. i called my family back home i called like my friends and i was like this is just insane to me that like you know, it kind of reminds you like where you have been and where you are now. And it's like, right. mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah. There are three levels of getting your music played and why each of them are super cool. And, and first of all, to get put on a big playlist is cool. Yes. Yeah. So if they're like, uh, like hot country on Spotify. Yeah. yeah. No. You guys been on that yet? That yeah. was our first this Great. year. Yeah. yeah. And that's cool because you're like, okay, 
I made the big playlist. I want to get some mm-hmm. streams. Maybe people will discover me through yeah. this list. Yeah, right. Um, and there's like you know 40, 50 songs, and hopefully somebody just hits play and comes across. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like that's like that's like the first one where you're mm-hmm. like, okay, feeling freaking good about this. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I just put some random crap on there that I'm like, why is this even on here? But yeah. most of the time they do a really good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And they do they do you know kind of curate a good list. Mm-hmm. The second one is satellite because they have to. There's only. They can play anything and ratings don't matter, but they only have so many slots. Right. So that's cool. Yeah. And that's like level two where you're like, this is freaking cool. And that's like we get people like sending in like like tagging you. I don't even have a car that has satellite, but that's so awesome (laughs) to know it's happening. No. (laughs) But three is because normal radio, terrestrial radio, only has so many spots. Yeah. And they have to get ratings. If they play, I say they, I, I like. Yeah. I don't, I'm I, don't I don't pick and play music, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do say they cuz I don't program music. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they pick a song that's a uh, that's a real turd, people will change it. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. that will affect their livelihood. Yes. Right. Like yeah. program director. So right. that's why programs are so tight with songs now more mm-hmm. than ever before because one it's hard to keep a job yeah. in anything creative. And then two, if you play a song that you can look and everybody turned it off, your boss can be like, "Why'd you play that stupid song?" Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you're now getting played on that's the next big step. Yeah. yeah, man, for sure. That's fantastic. Yeah. And all of them are equally great. Yeah. And they're all just in different ways. Yeah, 100%. And so for you to experience all three now, like I love it for you guys. Thanks, man. It's wild. Yeah. And it's, it just feels, it's like you you can't prepare yourself for it until it's like actually happening. And I turned it on the station completely by accident. And which that's was also even more the best. Special. It wasn't yeah. like, because go so, at 8 p.m., yes. look at it now. I literally flicking through, ding, the beginning of the song, I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's Tom, cool. we're on the radio. Quickly go yeah. and listen. Like, I don't it think it counts natural. whenever some, because I'll see some of my friends who are artists be like, all right, I'm going to go to the station in Rochester and I'm going to mm-hmm. do an interview and they're like, okay. They're going to play it as they live. They're like, yeah. okay, go to your car and turn it on. I'm going to play it. And they're like, oh, yeah. I'm hearing myself on the radio yeah, the first yeah, time. Yeah. That doesn't count. Yeah, and, right. we, and we did have that without like our first single, I remember, which was still special, it's, but like um, yeah, yeah, a complete bullcrap. accident, which also happened on, we had it on Sirius for the first time only two weeks ago as well. Like it had been yeah. playing for a minute. After we Just to hear it randomly is amazing, right? We yeah. did our first headline shows in over a year. Yeah, in a year, actually, ever. We haven't headlined before. After the final show, driving back, turned serious on it. It was literally like the song had started, like Pete, our manager. Love it. I thought he was just playing on his iPod. It just begun. And I was like, that's so incredible. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah, when, yeah. when they're just playing it and they're not playing it because you're listening. Mm-hmm. Right. They're playing it for everybody else to hear. That's, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Man, dude. congratulations, yeah, guys. Thank you. Who is this guy in here with you right now? This is Petey. That's, Pete. the, that's the guy. We that's get, the guy. Mike, can you turn that mic? By yep. the way, it is hot as balls in here. I guess we didn't turn. There's there, There's five of us in here. Stamen Spielberg. Um, Pete, come up to the microphone for a second. Let me ask you a couple questions. <laughs> Are you Australian? Okay, thank God. <laughs> like, uh, um, Too much. You may not even need those because we're not gonna play any clips. You can just listen to me. Um, oh, is it, like, we have is another chair there for you, Pete. Yeah, How tall are you, Pete? Seven foot four. Are you? You're a big three. guy, right? Yeah. Okay, so let me describe Pete to you. Six three. He's wearing a button-up shirt with a collar. He's got a kind of a cropped hairdo. Good-looking fella. Very, um, very generous face. Like you know, he's gonna be yes. a pretty, pretty nice. Is he a pretty nice guy? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Pete, how long have you been managing these guys? Uh, it's been about a year and a half now. How did you get into business with them? Well, um, so I work at a management company with a guy named Bruce Kalmick. Um, What's the company called? Why and How. Okay. Uh, I don't know. If, do you know Bruce? And I do not. And who, and who else does Why and How manage? So we have like Chase Rice, Kelly Bannon. Um, 
thousand horses. We, so have, yeah, you have, we have, real, have about fifteen artists. You have real acts. Yeah, great. I, listen, I don't, I'm not that cool, so it's the fact that I don't know it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I'm an idiot. That's okay. So you were, you're at Wyan now, and did, were you managing somebody else? I have another artist on Warner. Uh, his name is Tyler Braden. Okay. Yeah, I know of him. Former firefighter. Maybe. Yeah. That's a whole other day. Yeah. We're here for C4. <laughs> so you're managing Tyler Braden. And do you get the email, like at my management company, which I, I manage by red light, Right. someone will come in and go, hey, we found this guy. It's pretty cool. Anyone will take a meeting and see if they like him. Did that happen with these guys or did you kind of get onto them yourself? I, I actually found him. Um, I was on Spotify randomly. and Nice. I, I was talking with Bruce and I was like, dude, I, uh, I've been looking for a duo. And so... They were on the Mitchell Timpany tour at the time, and mm. I was like, I'm flying to Detroit. I'm going to go see these guys. So you flew to Detroit even though they lived here and you lived here? Yep. Nice. Did you tell them you were because coming? I, because I kn- it's a different element when you're here. Like, There's so many mm-hmm. yeah. industry people around them all the time, and it's just like then it's like you know, a bunch of sharks in the water. And I was like, I want to go meet these guys on the road where it's it's going to be just me and them. Yeah, good for you. And uh, it, was, it was awesome. We hit it off right away. Did they know you were coming? Yeah. Okay. Did you guys plan? Hey, you turn it up a little bit. Level, level. I think we played even worse. Yeah, I think yeah. we tried to <laughs> see, see how committed he really I was. Like, was. Oh, oh, <laughs> let's out. really see if he wants. Yeah, we, let's like, see how badly he really wants to into a massive fight just to see if he can deal yeah. with it. Yeah, it's yeah. great. So no, you go great. up and how, tell me how this works. You go up because I only know my situation. Um, you go up and you see these guys and you go, "Hey, let me take you to dinner when you get back in town. Let's talk." Like, what happens? Yeah. So I think um, I flew in late. So. You guys were. I was pretty much. The right show was we starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got a little green green room hang, had a couple of drinks, and uh, then they went on. And I got to watch the show from front of house, and I was like, "Wow!" I just saw the crowd reacting um, because it was a time that Mitchell's years of Mitchell's song was yeah. out, and yeah. uh, it was starting to react. And mm. uh, what song was it? Anything, Anything she says. And um, yeah, the crowd was just going crazy, and I was like, "There's there's something special here," and it was basically what you were saying as well. I mean, it's like they both sing, they both play, and it's like, okay, I'm in. And were you like me too? Were you like, I bet it's going to be good. Yeah. But then you were like, oh. Exactly. Good gracious. That's better than good. <laughs> and like you're a little bit shocked, right? I was shocked. I, was, I called Bruce right after the show. I was like, dude, we've got to get on these guys. So. And here's the annoying thing. You're also good looking. <laughs> like that... You, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a wig, a, as a compliment, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're also good-looking guys. You would expect. Well, you know, we've modeled our whole look after y'all. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know about that. You're better looking than you we are. <laughs> so you 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 sign these guys, but what did you start doing with them that hadn't been done yet? <laughs> COVID. Yeah. Oh, was literally. That, that was right li- before. Oh, literally, yeah. so, as we started. So we signed them, and they were in. Um, they were playing C to C, and they were in Scotland and heading to London. And I was on the phone. I was watching the news, and I was like, oh, man, this is not good because they are not U.S. citizens. You were there when it was happening. They were shutting yeah. things down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I saw Trump was on saying that they were going to basically close the borders. And I was like, we've got to get them back because they're, if they're not citizens, they won't be able to get back. Yeah. yeah. So I called them, and it was like the first call I had to make to them as a manager when they were like, I was like, you guys got to – you got to come home. Dude. Dude, we just got over here. I, it was we like a, just landed. It was life. like a life thing for me to go to like, because you've been to England before, but I've never been. And I've always had this thing for like Ireland, Scotland, England. I've always wanted to go. And we landed in London. I'm like, yes. I'm like puppy dog. I'm head out the window, like stoked. I've got this like little itinerary plan, tongue flapping. And, uh, and then literally we get to the hotel and we get a call. It's like, you guys got to come back. And we got to the hotel at like 7 p.m. Woke up at like 
4.30 a.m. the next day and flew home and I was devastated. It was literally as we started the new management. Right? Yeah. But and then, thank and then, God you called them. I know. Yeah, they, the, they closed the borders literally as we landed that night as they landed. We were walking through the airport as Trump was like, we, we've shut off. So this Travel. is the first real time that you've had to work with them. Hey, what a great time to get in with them, though. They have a yeah. gr- you, you had a lot to do with this, too, I'm sure. Like a great song. It's not only is it really good, it's also produced really well. Like it's just, it's like the right piece of music, right piece of for right now. And so, what are you going to do different with? Like, what's the plan for them? Like, what do you see these guys doing? I think they're gonna they're gonna thrive um, now that live shows are back. I mean, people get to see like what they actually do. Is that what's strong for in your mind? And the the catalog of music that we have that's just waiting that they've you know been recording and working on over quarantine is, I mean. Next level. It's so good. Is there anything that I've said that you disagree with through this interview? I saw, I've been seeing you sitting over there, and it's hard to see. You got all these cameras on the way. Like anything where you're like, you know, it's kind of off there. No, not really. I mean, they are really who they are. Yeah. You know? so it's, it's, uh, it's been a, honestly like I've been doing this for 20 years, and it's really like a pleasure working with them. You, you look know? like you're like 19 years old. Have you been doing this for 20 years? I'm, I'm 42, but thank you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, uh, we rarely pull a manager on here, but you know. I'm always interested Thank to know you, whenever someone sweet, is yeah, going yeah, to make me cry. That's very sweet. That's you got, you got, did you have management at all before him? We have, yeah. Okay, so he's yeah. not your very first manager ever. No, no. no. But he's like, he's, he's like the guy that was taking you to the next level. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. And it's we've like, had, I feel like, this is, yeah. We've had our run. Yeah. Well, mm. Good for you guys. All right. Well, you can sit back down in the big chair. There Thanks, you go. He was aching to get out of that chair. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to get away from the mic, so I was like, you go ahead. Mitch, you able to get LASIK? The thing is, at this point... Because you wear glasses like me, dark rim glasses. Yeah, and I, am, I am very blind. Same. At this point, I'm like, I kind of like the glasses now. I never wore glasses until I moved here. I'd always had bad eyesight, but I'd always wore con- contacts. But I'd, I hated waking up in the morning and being like blind until I got to the bathroom and put contact lenses in. I just wanted something to wear. Now I'm like just so used to it and it's kind of become part of the image now Dude, also. On the first, on the album, the single, sorry, the EP cover for the first EP we put out, the original photo, Mitch didn't have glasses on and Randy Goodman, head of the label, called us and was like, Mitch, we need a Photoshop He's glasses. like, where are your glasses? That's become the, th- I was yeah, like, no, oh. I, I completely get it. And he was like, we're putting them on. So, and then it's just become part of it. And now I'm like, now I'll be insecure if I don't have my glasses on. You are... Um, slight, and I'm not even joking. You're a little better looking than I am, but I'm gonna say that you could, but not have glasses and still be a good looking guy. I need glasses because I'm generic white guy. Like I'm just generic white guy. Nah. And so f- when I was younger, I loved Buddy Holly, who's okay. Yeah, from the 50s. yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'm a massive Weezer fan. Okay. Dude, and I so that. as I look for nerds that were cool, I was like, man, those guys do it, and they're nerds and they're cool. And like I needed something, mm-hmm. and that's where mine come. I'm also I, my right eye doesn't work. It's like five percent. Really? Wow. Yeah, and wow. I'm terribly colorblind, and my left eye's wow. Go- so, but these for me was all. It was almost like like a a superhero costume. Mm-hmm. Like I put them on, and I was like, you have this confidence. Yeah, you're, you're like, like, okay, people right. can't even really see me. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think too that like my fiance, I think she, I, it hides how goofy my face is. I think she likes that a I little bit. I think you painted a little. Yeah, I think yeah. Right? It, let me ask you this before we go, because for some reason, I guess we didn't turn the air down before you guys got here. We wanted to make it as Australia as possible. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. it's like the outback. Um, is believing in aliens an American thing, or do you guys do it over there too? Because we're having a lot of UFO stuff. Over I here will right say, now. I think it's more of an American thing. Because I think it exists. It exists everywhere. I. It's. I mean, I, technically, though, I do believe that there is life out there, hundred percent. 
You just so ending actually, with that. I guess he just ends right there. It's like here's what I believe. <laughs> yeah. what There's I believe. life out there. Thank That's you. It. All right. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You've been waiting to say that. That's what I'm making a definitive yeah. point about. Uh, it. I think it's more of a like it's it's in the. I mean, also I haven't been in Australia in a long time, but like it's all over like uh, your TikTok and Instagram, like all the like the new UFO mm-hmm. sightings, which are actually older videos that are just resurfaced, and it's like like propaganda and like everyone's talking yeah. about it here. I don't know if that happened as much back home, but maybe it's resurfacing everywhere and I'm only seeing it here because that's Wait, where I am. I feel like you're very much more into that sort I of love, stuff. I love I space. I love things I we can't possibly know. Yes. I'm big on, there's got to be a way to time travel. Like I love time travel. Got to be. The, and, and Just the our, fact that you could lifetime, be looking into the past if you're light years away with a telescope. If, yes. if we could do that, you'd be looking it, into the past. That's absolutely. incredible. So and and I almost think if you can think it and survive long enough, it can happen mm-hmm. because there's really nothing that primitive man thought that hadn't happened, and we're just primitive man a little later. Yes, don't get me started. It's my thing. Right? <laughs> um, I love but it. thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. No, I'm, I'm all for it. One final question for you guys: If you go home, are you a big deal, or did you only try to be a big deal here? We kind of focused on the U.S. from the get-go. Now, luckily, I feel like there are some people back home that I guess have followed along and have picked up about us along the way. But no, we definitely like had nothing. Going it was on like, yeah, we started from the ground up over here. What's the one question when you walk into an interview, you know, they're going to ask and you're like, let's just get through it. Uh, dude, it's funny. There's not really. I feel like the Keith Urban thing gets brought up a lot, but it's kind of expected. You know, yeah. and and we have a point to talk about it. So, you give know. it a year. Give it a year. Yeah, yeah actually, let's check in with us again because yeah. we've it's only. Good, but here's the thing: it's great. This to have is those where it's just started again. You're, where you're we getting have, interviews. Yeah, yes, right? yes, exactly. That's why we're at a point now where it's like it's been. We had a year completely off, yeah. and now we're doing it again. So I'm like, anything's well, on. We, let's ask us, repeat it again. We, you can ask the same question, in the same interview, and I'd be like, happily answer it again. We did a we did a a series. We started a series on Instagram. Uh, Am I able to cuss? Like yeah, a, a light cuss where we start an Instagram series called Is It Shit? And the premise is we go out and we find foods that we think look disgusting and we just try them. We're like, is it, is it disgusting? Yes or no? And it's a great little theme song. It's a, yeah, we got like, yeah, a lot of time and effort. But we, <laughs> we do, we're so stupid. But we, do th- we did this little thing. We did like three episodes and a lot of the interviews we've had in the last like couple of weeks have been like, oh, what's this thing where you guys eat these terrible foods and blah, blah, blah. And like we have had rights with like, People in that, like, I don't You're know. The guys that like, eat shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> actually, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Well, listen, I, I love to see. I love to see that you guys are, you know, you're, you're ready to go and you have the right stuff to go with. Thanks, man. And Thank those you, man. two things are hard to do at the same time. Sometimes mm. you're ready to go and you have okay stuff and that doesn't work. Mm. And sometimes you have good stuff, but th- you're not ready. Yeah. Mm. Um, and in the same vein of, do you, you know, are there any questions that you're like, oh, great. It's almost like you're going to get so tired from overworking yourself, but you got to be so grateful that you get to be. It's like you're just, you'll be so blessed to be so exhausted. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. You're going to be sick because you're running. And I, again, I'm just speaking from experience. I yeah. run hard and yeah. I get so pissed off sometimes yeah. that I'm like, I have no time for myself. I have no, but I have to take a second. And this is my, my sage advice I'm giving you now. I have to take a second when I'm exhausted and I'm cranky and I'm hungry to go, how lucky am I to be exhausted and cranky and hungry? Yes, exactly, yes. dude. Because I used to be exhausted and cranky and hungry, and nobody cared, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you guys are the, you guys are hitting it right now. So I applaud you for that. Oh, I'm, thank I'm you super so much. pumped for the the early success. 
and it hadn't even started. Uh, it's going to radio June 21st, I'm being told. Yes. Uh, uh, Breakups is. It's just such a great song. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. man. Appreciate, I appreciate it, man. it. Seriously. Yeah, it Thanks for having us on. I, I can't wait to see you guys live. I don't know how it'll ever happen, but I can't wait to see you guys live and... You know, maybe you'll do something here or we'll be in some city at the same time. Let's but I, love w- that, man. I would for sure come to, to yeah, the show. We'll make sure that happens. Uh, but I want to play all the solos. And Dude, I'm left-handed. Yeah, anybody, yes. How do you guys play left-handed? Uh, I can't do it nope. then. Sorry. Nope. I'm only left-handed. Here's my Keith Urban story before we go. Okay. There's another. I have like <laughs> good ones, but I'll give you one more good one. Um, I was interviewing Keith for like CMA Fest underneath the, uh, the, the football stadium. There's like a little spot we were interviewing. Okay, yeah. And so I had my guitar and I was doing little funny songs with people. And I was, ah, da, da, and we, whatever, it's dopey. You get it. And so Keith Urban's like, uh, I'm going to do your impression. I might, let me, let me see your guitar. And I was like, well, it's left handed. It's left handed. And he's like, well, never really played left handed before. And that wasn't good. Plays clodability. Like. And, <laughs> yeah. and so he grabs it and it, I watch his, his eyes and his, and you just, and he's kind of clunking around. Yeah. He's like, yeah. And then, and then it, it kind of clicks, and he starts to go, and he's playing chords. Yeah, yeah. The other hand reversed. Yeah. He and he right then in that moment was a better guitar player than me, oh, left handed. That's hilarious, dude. That's great. Because then people will play left handed guitars flipped upside down. Yeah, like Jimi like Hendrix seal. did that. Oh, it's yeah. Jimi yeah. Hendrix. Yeah. yeah, of course. Just flipped it because mm-hmm. he didn't know how to switch it. And there's, I used to break nuts. On you know because well, mm-hmm. <laughs> are we talking about <laughs> on, on an acoustic guitar for those there's there's a nut and all the strings going to yeah, it yeah, yeah, but yeah. those those grooves yeah, yeah. are different size yes. small for little big oh, for bigger you try to get and the I would try to on, switch yeah, the strings yeah, gotcha then I realized you just got to go and get a left handed guitar mm-hmm. right. but to watch Keith Urban do that left handed it was it's crazy pretty freaking impressive cool. yeah that's yeah. sick man uh, listen you guys uh, glad you came by it's a hot box in here I have sweat running down my back and there's nobody to blame I wish I could blame somebody. <laughs> Sweat Eldridge, dude. Just blame us. Um, Instagram, we are Seaforth. Follow them. Check them out. We are Seaforth. Also, we are Seaforth.com. They're going out on the road with Jordan Davis, who is a good friend of mine. One time, I'm going to give you one more story because this yeah, is it's a funny story. I'm, I'm like the old man, Mike, who's got a story for everything. <laughs> got another story for you. Jordan Davis was opening for me in Kentucky, and I was, I was doing an hour comedy set, and I bring along an artist to, yeah. to uh, do music. And I said, All right, Jordan, come up. We're in maybe Louisville or Lexington, mm-hmm. one of the L's. We're up there, and he's supposed to play 25 minutes before I go on and do an yeah. hour. And so I'm not even dressed. And I would wear the same thing every night because I didn't want to have to – one, I'm colorblind. And so I had the same outfit. I wore a white sleeve button-up shirt with short sleeves, skinny tie, black pants, mm-hmm. red shoes. Every night. I knew it worked. Yep. Didn't have to worry about picking out clothes. And so I wasn't even dressed yet. I saw it hanging there, and Jordan. I heard Jordan go, "All right, thank you guys, good night." And I'm like, what, what, "What just happened?" And he walks off, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm like, "Hey, man, what happened?" He goes, well, "I played my third song and I left." And I was like, "What do you mean your third song and you left?" He goes, "I thought I was supposed to play three songs." I was like, "I was played for 30 minutes, 25, 30 oh minutes." My gosh. And he goes, "Oh my god, I am so sorry." Oh, and hey. so that was it. He came off stage. That's incredible. And so I, um, we had somebody going like, "Hey, Bobby's gonna be out in a few minutes." That's so, so funny. So then, in in the middle of my set, I made him come out and play 20 more minutes. So I, got, so I did a really strong 40 minutes set. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. Like, love with that. Jordan back, I was like, get back out of here and play. I love like, that, I didn't, I didn't pay you 2,500 yeah, yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, wearec4th.com. Uh, the Jordan Davis tour kicks off September 9th in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It goes through December 19th. It wraps up in Boston. So go there. If you get a chance to see these guys, if they're out doing their own stuff too, go watch that. 
Uh, follow him on social media, and you should do the bit with Jordan. Play three songs and walk off. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. There they are. Seaforth, we are Seaforth. Thank you guys. Hope thank to see you. you soon. Thank you. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. You can probably spell it. You probably know it. Tacovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.